Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you here. And I want to remind you, if you live in New York City and you've been wanting to work together, I'm going to be there from March 2nd to March 10th. And I think Miami is um, getting close to being fully booked. Um, so with that one, I'm going to be there from the 2nd to the, you know, the 2nd to the 8th. Because the days after that are taken. So if you've been wanting to work together, if you're in that area, or even if you're not in that area, but you're drawn to those locations and you want to take a day to yourself and have just a different brand shoot than you've had before, let me know. And obviously, if you're in Arizona, happy to work with you. Also, if you are located outside of... Arizona, but you're in Nevada, California, Utah, New Mexico, maybe Wyoming, maybe Oregon, and it makes sense for you to fly same day in and same day out. That's also an option. I've had a lot of clients that have done that, and it's like a, it's like a let me pamper myself day and a self-care day where they get to do their brand shoe, and it's really fun. So yeah, let me know. If you're wanting to work together, just book a call with me with the link in my bio. And okay, now today's podcast is going to be about archetypes. And I'm, I'm actually really pumped about this because I, I just had a call with my business coach and we did, she, she asked me if I had seen patterns of the type of clients that I attract, meaning what are their shared values and characteristics and problems that they encounter, just like what's going on with the people that come into my world. So so I was like, okay, let me take a look and study my clients a little bit more and understand what's going on with them and what are the patterns that I see. And I realized that I found a few patterns and I'm gonna share them with you. I'm gonna go, and, and you tell me, if this resonates with you, tell me what archetype you find yourself being. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with this exercise and with understanding my clients at a deeper level. So we're gonna go over a few of them. Now, the first one is going to be my referral baddie. That's what I called you. Now, my referral baddie, she already has, or he, or they, they already have a successful referral business. Like, they are such a people person, and they're so warm 
and their personality is so vibrant that they really just make you feel so at home when you first meet them in person. And that's why they also have a very successful referral business. They, they probably make, they could make six figures or they're under six figures, but it's not like they're struggling. Like they maintain because their referral business is up and going. They're really good at their job. They have a lot of experience under their belt and they could be coaches. They could be real estate agents. They could be, um, I'm trying to think creatives. Like the word of mouth is really strong for them and they thrive in that way. But I will say they, because they've had success in their business, they don't take marketing and in understanding their mindset through marketing that serious or they don't take social media that serious. They're also the type of people that they're outsourcing too soon. Like they have this mentality that because they've advanced in their business through referrals when it comes to their online presence, they kind of ignore it or they kind of just hand it off to someone else and they have a, an online profile, but they don't really have a presence. And that's because they're not taking social media seriously. Um, they're very comfortable in their own skin. Um, they also go to a lot of networking events. They also spend a lot of time building these very thought out courses or like the inside of their business. You can tell that it has a lot of intention and they spend a lot of time there. But the downfall is that they're not spending a lot of time marketing and understanding their business through the online world on the outside that it's not it's not effective for them to build out courses that may not even be addressing the needs that really need to be addressed if they actually did a little bit more research by under by having a closer relationship with their audience through an online presence um and like i said they could be making money but they're not making 500k or, or 1 million type of money they have a lot of experience but you wouldn't know it from their online presence because they kind of forget about it or they, they, like I said, they outsource it too soon because their mentality is, I've had my business for three years, so they don't, they don't welcome the beginner mentality when it comes to their social media or they still ignore it. And yeah, sadly, I think their social media gets overlooked through people that are trying to find them online because it's ignored. They don't put a lot of substance. They don't put a lot of effort into making sure that their personal brand is very magnetic. So if you fall into that, you would be my referral baddie. I realize there's definitely a pattern there. And those are the people that I also that benefit from having an online presence because you know how to do the work. You know you need to be on social. The key here is just getting you to take it more seriously, getting you to be more comfortable being visible, and getting you be more comfortable being polarizing and standing out online, being seen online, and getting you comfortable with understanding social media and not seeing it as this thing that is not possible for you, but it is still an extension of you, but like the key here is that you need to build a closer relationship with your audience in the online space. The same energy that 
you're giving your clients on a one-to-one basis, take that same energy and pour it on your social media. Because in this day and age, obviously my line of work, personal branding through more video content and photography is you got to be visible. You got to get out there. And if you want your business to grow to the levels that you want it to grow, and you also want your impact and your influence to grow to the level that people are just talking about you and you're really changing people's lives without them meeting you, you got to be online. And online is also not a place that's just for the influencers and the young people doing dances on TikTok. It is truly a way for you to start building legacy and start really shaking things up in your own community. So it's really, really powerful. So if you are my referral baddie, if that has been you, you just thrive <laughs> as a people person and you're struggling to make the leap from the offline world to the online world, then that would be you. Okay, now moving on to my next archetype. This would be the successful 9 to fiver. But it's not just the successful 9-to-5-er, it's the successful 9-to-5-er that has intuitive gifts, but they kind of keep that hush-hush because the corporate environment does not give a rat's ass about your intuitive gifts. Maybe they do to a degree, but you've just been in the corporate world and you... um, you've gotten a lot of praise from maybe you're like an executive at your company or maybe you are a I don't want to say too much I don't want to call people out too much I'm just gonna be general with this but you're a higher up at your in the corporate world you are very respected in the corporate world maybe you have kids maybe you're also because you're a higher up and you're I I would say you're probably like in your 40s or 50s and or maybe late 30s and you're making that transition of going from corporate to entrepreneurship. You did the whole corporate thing and the college thing and you were very successful in that. You have degrees, like you're very accomplished in that way, but you're getting to realize that what makes you interesting or your secret weapon are your intuitive gifts. But for you to own your intuitive gifts, that in itself is a whole identity shift. There's a whole learning curve from owning and loving who you really are outside of the accomplishments that you've had. Also, my successful 925er, you're very incognito. There's something about you guys that you just... You, you really hide behind your work. Like, that's a thing. And I think actually that used to even be me, now that I think about it. I was very comfortable hiding behind my work. I It's literally why I started an Airbnb because I used to think like, oh, Airbnb is going pl- to be the option where I get to leave the corporate world, but I don't have to show my face online. So I can still exit out of this matrix situation And then I'll just make money where I don't have to like show my face or anything like that because visibility for me felt so heavy and I had so many thoughts and mind drama about being seen. So I remember that was going to be my plan and I was like, oh yeah, I don't have to, like who cares about social media? Social media is toxic, 
blah 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 and and later I came to realize that like no I needed to be visible and I had to do a bunch of healing work I'm, I'm, I'm in a better place now but I would say all of 2022 was confronting my fears of inadequacy from being seen because I was so comfortable in my nine to five job that I was very successful in and I was very comfortable building my house and working on the Airbnb. I was comfortable just hiding behind my work, like hiding behind my photography. Like I wasn't the one getting the photo taken. I wasn't the influencer. I was recording the content of the influencer and I was very comfortable in that way. But to me, my growth, to me, where my life changed is when I started to be visible. So another characteristics of my nine to fiver is that you're not super extravagant. Like, yes, you like nice things, but you're not like Beyonce that needs to be seen. There's like a subtlety about you, but you're also because you like nice things. You're also not super basic and minimal. You, you still have like taste for nice things. It's just more of like quiet luxury. Um, you, some of you may be, uh, children of immigrants so there's like that pressure i know i sure as hell i am one i'm an immigrant there's the pressure of having to be successful where failure is not an option messing up is not an option like there's this pressure to have to be exceptional um failing publicly just feels mortifying to you you're also a very low risk taker you don't really you're not very high risk and like do things completely irresponsibly like you set yourself up and I came to realize that while I can be high risk tolerance I actually set myself up too I I set things up in the corporate world and I had savings and then I bought my house got the Airbnb set up there's a few things that I did prior to fully jumping into entrepreneurship in order to protect myself to fully dedicate myself into entrepreneurship and the other thing I want to tell you with my successful nine to fiver is that while you may not have a business that's fully thriving right now you have the work ethic of your nine to five that's transferable to entrepreneurship that you are willing to do the work and i say this because when it comes to my packages my photography and videography packages Usually for work like this, you really want to have the expertise and the business to back up the really fancy three theatrics that come with the line of work that I do. In my industry, it's very common for people to spend in high quality content production when they're more further advanced in their business. But I make an exception for my nine to fiver because you already have the work ethic. Like, you know what it means to put in work and to make the impossible possible. So because you have that work ethic already, I believe that you can transfer all those skills to really back up the really pretty theatrics that come with social media. So, yeah. So that would be my 9 to fiver. Um, we've already talked about it, that you're very incognito. There's probably a lot of self-appreciation that needs to happen for you. You need to be comfortable speaking about your accomplishments. You're like really humble, but you're humble in a way that 
it's like the true definition of humble like you're putting like you're making yourself you're not giving yourself credit for the amazing things that you've accomplished and the growth for you is to be comfortable talking about your accomplishments because it's a big deal <laughs> and anyways so you would be my nine to fiver and my word of advice for you would be you gotta drop like there's so many skills that you learn in the nine to five world of building somebody else's dream that you got so good at that that the skills you gotta learn for entrepreneurship are completely different it's an entire identity change to live life in so much alignment like alignment and being seen, yes, for your academic background, but also seen for your spiritual gifts and also start making money and start getting paid by you being you, your actual authentic self, and then being okay receiving by you being your authentic self and not just receiving a little bit, but receiving immensely. Maybe some of you don't struggle with this, but I know, I know for sure with me, when I started making more money or like a five-figure month in my business, I remember feeling so unworthy. And it's only, it, I only felt that way because I was so used to making money, hiding my identity. So for me to make money, decent amount of money with my actual identity, that felt completely foreign to me. And that in itself, there's growth when it comes to that. And... The last thing I want to say to you, to my successful 9 to fiver, is that you are way too comfortable sometimes and that you don't take enough risk and you still kind of hide behind the scenes because you can. And there's something about when you get to a point in your entrepreneurship journey where it's do or die, where it's sink or swim, where it's either like you have to commit to the bigger vision because you have too much on the line to not commit to the bigger vision. And that in itself, it's a point of transformation. So that would be my successful nine to fiver. Let me know if that's you. I love you, I'm here for you, I'm thinking about you and you're not alone. Now my third archetype is the successful online entrepreneur. Now, the successful online entrepreneur, they know how to make money online. They don't need hand-holding. They like nice things. They buy fast. They're busy. They outsource stuff when it makes sense. Um, they're, also, they're not like my referral baddie who is outsourcing stuff in their business way too soon where it's actually work that they need to be doing, such as marketing on social media or writing their captions. They're more where they're outsourcing where it makes sense. Like they're, they're at a point in their business where they're very smart. Like these are people that have made over six figures. They are very comfortable being seen. They're very comfortable being polarizing. They will do the work that needs to be done in order to grow their business. They don't really overthink a lot of things. They're not the type of client that's overthinking the branding. Like for instance, sometimes when I do work with my younger entrepreneurs, we're really making sure that things look really nice. Like we're, there's this overemphasis on the visuals and not enough emphasis on just moving forward. <laughs> but with my online entrepreneur, they move forward. 
They do not sit there and worry about, does this look nice, does this doesn't. To them, if it looks 80% good, it's good enough. And they're at a point in their business where they have more responsibility. It's not just responsibility to their clients, but they have a responsibility to their network of other successful entrepreneurs. They're doing really big things. And they're, they're almost about to break through from the, say it could be a coach, for instance. Like they're, they're, they're tr transitioning from being a coach in like their, the coaching industry in that niche where they're more stepping into bigger visibility with self-development type of people. Like for instance, I'm thinking of the person that comes to mind is like Lewis Howes and how he's like big on self-development, but he's more of an entrepreneur that he makes a lot of money. He has systems in place. He has a whole team. Like his business is a lot bigger. You see his content on Instagram. <clears throat> you see his content on YouTube. It's long form content. It's really nice, high quality content production. Maybe these people have written a book. Like they are really up there where they make tons of money, they have a lot of experience, and they're more at a place now of really building legacy. So I would say my successful online entrepreneur is in the cusp. Now, the problems that happen is that they're too much of a fast buyer, that they're too scrappy. Like at that point in their business, visual differentiation and their stuff looking nice actually matters because this is what's going to attract new eyeballs onto their page, but new eyeballs that are taking them serious. And I say this because I see coaches that their business has grown at a revenue level that like they, they're making lots of money. Like I'm talking six figure months, like they're really up there. And they've had a lot of success. They're very advanced. They know what they're doing. Very, very confident. But you wouldn't know that their business or that their accomplishments are that big at a glance because they're still making videos from their iPhone. And it's not to say, like for instance, I think of Mel Robbins and she makes videos with her iPhone sometimes, but she has so much content that's high quality a short form video or even long form video on like her YouTube or Instagram or TikTok like you see her everywhere in that way that every so often she'll record videos on her iPhone but for the most part you understand that she has a big business she has a big brand she's been on stage and she's been doing this for a hot minute and you understand that really easily because of the visibility that she has the accolades that she has and also her content is there to back that up. So the successful online entrepreneur is breaking through with that. And they're also starting to get more publicity. So that's where the high quality content creation is there to back up the really nice publicity. This would be a client that's probably we're working on a retainer basis is not just once, but it's probably somebody that we're working on a quarterly basis. And anyway, so this would be my successful online entrepreneur. And if that is you, we got to position you more higher up. And 
Another thing I want to say is that this is more specific to women of color, or at least my Latina community. But one thing about Latina community is that within this niche, there are people that are starting to really get known within the niche of just this little microeconomy that we have within the Latina community, which is amazing. But what's happening is that we're still a niche. We're still a minority. And it, it comes to a point where you want to grow your business to the point where, yes, you're still within that niche, but it's still a higher up. And... The business is no longer, like I said, a responsibility that you have just to your clients, but you have a responsibility is to the entire Latina community. Or there's like this purpose and this legacy that you're building where your work is bigger than you. And a person that I have in mind that it's more at that level where it makes sense for them to outsource their stuff is also Rachel Rogers. She is a... She's a coach for women, but she talks about being a woman of color a lot and those experiences that are particular to women of color. So I would say people like that, that would be the successful entrepreneur where we are just putting short form video literally everywhere, repurposing everywhere and really amping up the visibility to reach as many people because their business is ready to receive a lot of people. And they're also more like the seven or eight figure entrepreneur. It's like less niche and it's just more broad, but it makes sense for them because they have put in the work of growing through their niche. So those are my three main archetypes. Let me know if you resonate with any of these. And then lastly, I have one more archetype and I have a special place in my heart because this last archetype, this is more of the influencer or like the newbie entrepreneur. This is where you're booking either just a photo shoot or you're booking just a video shoot, but you're still very early in your business. Like you've had success in your community or you've had success with social media, but when it comes to actually building a business and growing a team and building your brand in that way, you're still quite new, your budget is quite low, and you're very comfortable talking to the camera, you like being seen, you have a network already, like there's a lot of business fundamentals you have already, it's just when it comes to actually business revenue and your experience with business, you're still building, you're still very young, which is okay too. And those are the people that, like I said, you book just a photo shoot or just a video shoot. And my advice to you is your business doesn't need to be at multiple six figures or six figures for you to have branding that speaks to your ideal client. But you do got to work on your experience and you do got to work on building business basics like being consistent, like being really good at your job, continuing to being your to build your referral network, continuing to be comfortable being seen, sharing your opinions online, and not being too good for the work. And your job is to understand that the world is moving forward to being online and anybody that is ignoring being online, it can hurt you. So I would say that is your work. 
your work is like a little bit of being online, but it's also about truly building business basics. That a lot of that is also behind the scenes work that you don't see online. And you would be my newbie entrepreneur that still has a big vision, but you're not ready to go fully in. And I have a space for you too. So, all right. If you resonated with any of these archetypes, please let me know. It is fascinating to understand the different levels or stages that people find themselves in. And if you would like to work together, let me know if you resonate with all of you. There are solutions available for all of you, no matter where you are in your business, if you resonated with any of these archetypes. Other than that, thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'll catch you on the next episode.